Okay, let's talk about the stimuli. <laughs> what do you guys know? <laughs> I'm just thinking. I'm just thinking about scumballs. She really called them scumballs. Scum I was just trying to get the set the record straight. <laughs> she really did say Cubs, scum. Cardinals, scumbags, scumballs. We got to hey, get it right. Hey, I'm the host. <laughs> New warning from the FBI about coronavirus scams. Bad actors trying to profit on fear by setting up websites, contacting people by phone, email, and social media. Reports of COVID-19 scams are skyrocketing. The Federal Trade Commission releasing its numbers, a dramatic jump this week alone. Almost $5 million has already been lost to COVID-19 scams. Welcome to Retiring Today, the podcast that guides you to and through retirement. I'm your host, Molly Nelson. I'm here with the producer, Rochelle Smith. We've also got Lauren Merkel, certified financial planner and retirement planner and founder of Merkel Retirement Planning. And with us today, Julie Wagner. She is a Cubs fan. A Cardinals fan. <laughs> Shame <laughs> on you. Oh, she just is... gave me a death look. Um, I live in a Cubs household just by marriage, and that's what came out of my mouth. I think it was, you're a Cardinals fan. Die hard. Thank Die you. hard Cardinals fan. My apologies. And I know you're an aunt extraordinaire to like thousands of nieces and nephews and, yes, and cousins and extended. But importantly for today's podcast, you're the compliance officer at Merkel Retirement Planning. And we'll get to you in just a minute because what you're going to talk about is with the stimulus bill, Julie, unfortunately, who's out there? Lots of scammers are taking advantage of innocent people right now. Lots of really scammers. Scary. And Julie did call them scumbags, but didn't want to do it on air. But I'm going to call them scumbags because I'm not worried about offending people who scam people for a living. I, if you're listening and this is your occupation, we're calling you a scumbag. So I'll say it, Julie, because people who prey on people in times like this are 100% scumbags and actually worse words that we won't say. We first want to talk about, though, the money that people are going to be receiving, the tax, the we first want to talk about this stimulus package, this two trillion dollar coronavirus relief package payments hopefully should be going out within the next three weeks that's what we're hearing from the irs and government officials and lauren you've been talking a lot with members of the media about this they've kind of come to you and said hey how do you we explain this to our viewers so tell us a little bit about the conversations you've been having not only with the members of the media and journalists but the families that you work with at Merkel retirement planning and others uh, about what's coming the stimulus package is a real big part of the conversations right now because this is the first week of april and the first week of April, a lot of payments are due. The mortgage payment, the rent payment, credit card bills. There's a lot of payments that people are going to need to use this stimulus just to keep things going. So that's really why this conversation has been so big. And then there's also a lot of confusion around who's going to receive the stimulus, how much are they going to receive. So we just want to set the record straight of what you may be able to expect and then provide a resource for you to help identify how much you will receive and approximately when. So the approximately when is not that hard. They say they they are saying within three weeks. So they hope to have millions of people have these checks in their these payments in their bank accounts within a three week period of time. Yeah, we were sitting around this table just trying to kind of figure out if you have four kids which I do, <laughs> you know, what, what that might look like, or if you have no kids or it, it is, there is some stuff that it, we're even having trouble finding information for, but basically Lauren on a basic level, what should people be expecting? There's two main criteria. One is, are you married? 
And do you have kids? So if if you don't have kids and you're single and your income is $75,000 or below, so the adjusted gross income, then you would expect to receive a $1,200 check. If you're married and your adjusted gross income with no kids is below $150,000, you would expect to receive $2,400. Now, if you have kids and your income is below $198,000, if you're married, then you could anticipate to receive the $2,400 plus $500 for each child that you do have. If you're single and your income threshold is below $99,000, you would anticipate receiving the $1,200 plus $500 for each child. But there are some if-thens if to this, and so I think what a, a good resource would be to go out, there's a there's a, a stimulus calculator that's out there. All you have to do is Google federal stimulus calculator. Then you can put in what your income is. Are you married? Are you single? Do you file head of household? And and how many kids you have? And it will calculate the approximate amount that you can anticipate receiving. And a couple of other important notes. These are generally going to be direct deposits. So if you file taxes in 2018 or 2019 and your bank account information was part of that tax filing, they are looking to make this a direct deposit situation. Now we know that there's a small portion of U.S. residents who do not file taxes, there is going to be a simple tax return on irs.gov that you'll need to fill out in order to get that uh, direct deposit. Some low-income folks, some senior citizens, some veterans, people with disabilities that don't file taxes or haven't filed taxes in 2018 or 2019. That, that's one of the biggest questions that I've received this week around the stimulus is, what if what if I, I haven't had to file a tax return within the last couple of years because they're looking at 2019 tax return. If you haven't filed one, they're looking at 2018 tax return. Will I still get the stimulus? And the answer is the answer to that is yes, but you do need to file that simple return. And they are encouraging you when you file to include your bank account information because it's an easier transaction for them just deposited into your account. The other question I get quite a bit is, or have received quite a bit this week, is what if I haven't filed the 2018 tax return yet? I normally do file, but I just haven't filed 2018. And of course, I, because of that, I also haven't filed 2019. They are encouraging you to file 2018 tax return. Otherwise, you're not going to get the stimulus. So if that's if you fit within that, that camp, again, you're going to want to file that 2018 tax return uh, as soon as you can. And those income guidelines are based on just though the 2019 tax return? No, they're going to go based on the tax return they have. So if they don't have 2019, they're going to go off of 2018. So there could be some strategy there, depending upon what happens with your income 218, 219, but they're going to go off the tax return that, that they have available to them. And you did have a local journalist ask you, you know, if, if you're sitting down with people, they're getting this check and they're kind of contemplating what to do with the money and maybe their choices are pay off debt, uh, hang on to it, invest it. How would you advise people? There's been some new legislation along with the stimulus package that if you are late on your mortgage, if you are late on your rent payments, then you can't be evicted. So that is towards the bottom of the of the uh, priority list of what you should be focused on right now. Also, also uh, unsecured debt like credit card payments, right? If if you're uh, cash strapped and you need to, uh, and you really need every dollar that's coming in, then make sure you're hanging on to those dollars and using them in the most essential way possible, right? Make sure that you can afford groceries, make sure that you can afford the other things that are absolutely essential. The debt payments, the rent, the mortgage, those things can wait. There's going to be a brighter day. That brighter day hopefully is going to be here sooner than later. They are talking about a stimulus for a fourth package. So there might be some more coming this summer. So right now we just need to hang in there, 
grit our teeth, get through it, and things will be better, hopefully sooner than later. What's not better, Julie? The scumbags, the scumballs, as you were calling them. We know that as soon as stimulus payments were on the minds of lawmakers, they were also on the minds of scammers. And your job, part of your job here at Merkel Retirement Planning is to look at some of these things. You're in, you're in network with a lot of other compli- compliance officers, and you're really in tune with what uh, scams look like for seniors and cybersecurity and things like that. So tell us a little bit about what you're hearing, about what's coming, or maybe what's already been happening. It is sad. The problem with scammers is they are after people that they can do emotional driven responses to. And right now that's what's happening. Everyone is scared. Everyone's worried. How are they going to pay their bills? Um, What's going to happen to their family if they can't put food on the table? And this is the perfect opportunity for those scammers to take advantage of people. They're saying that 150 million people or 83% of households are going to be getting a stimulus check. That is a huge huge opportunity for scammers. That's a lot of people. And guess what? They're going to go after every single one of them that they can. They're saying that the coronavirus scams are growing as rapidly as the coronavirus because there's more and more scams coming out every day. You're finding that the normal scams that you see on a daily basis where they're taking advantage of people because of their emotions are just being repackaged in a different format directed at coronavirus victims. Um, whether that's people scared about healthcare, how they're going to pay for it, if the loved one is definitely ill, or that you've been out of a job. We're seeing the unemployment rates and the amount of unemployment insurance going through the roof. So these people are actually scared, and that's where they're jumping in. The Federal Trade Commission said on Monday that they've actually had over 7,200 complaints already on scams related to money being distributed to individuals due to the stimulus package, resulting in almost $5.8 million in losses. And the funds haven't even paid out to individuals, which means once that happens, the scams are only going to continue to increase. So people have already lost $5 million? Due to various scams already that they're trying to put into place. And that can be anywhere from the funds being deposited into people's accounts. And where they're getting that is they're telling people We know that the funds have not been paid out by the government yet. However, we can offer you a loan in advance. We can have the checks or deposits automatically put into your accounts in advance if you sign up with a program through us and we give you some information. Just give us your bank account information, your credit card information, personal and confidential information. And guess what? We're going to get that money to you faster than the government's going to. And people are falling for that, right? There, There's an urgency base to pay these bills. And that's what's happening is that's how they're already getting into people and scamming them before the money has even been distributed. So scumbags is absolutely positively what these people are because they're they're preying on people's emotions. Is that the most common scam you're hearing? And tell us how it's happening. Is it phone call? Is it email? Is it is it some kind of a a website that they're they're advertising that people are clicking on? Great question. And it's all of them. They're contacting people by text messaging. They're ta- contacting people on social media feeds. So be very careful of that. Through phishing emails, which you've heard us talk a lot about, phishing emails is the primary way that people are getting into people's computers and establishing and putting malware onto them. The other thing is they're doing robocalls. So they are trying to get after people in any means possible that they can get an answer from someone. Once they get 
get into that, they're telling people you have to sign up in order to receive these funds, which is not the case. You do not have to. It's taken off of your tax returns, as Lauren um, discussed earlier. So you don't have to sign up. You do not have to give any credit card information or personal information. So they are calling people, texting people, emailing people, asking them to fill out various forms in order to expedite the process to get this going. If you go to the FTC website, I was out there this morning, it's consumer dot ftc dot gov and they have real samples of what these robo calls are i listen to all of them they're they're pretty good i mean it, it's good voices even there's one on the social security which is coming from the social security administration they even use an 888 number to have them call back which is a a, a legit prefix for the social security so anybody who has already dealt with the social security administration they might hear that say okay the 888 that's the number i called last time sure so i'm going to call them and and trust them you just have to be really careful i mean there's one on, uh, from the social security administration there's one that's offering to provide them sanitary items like toilet paper and hand sanitizer give them a call or put press option one to have them delivered right to their door i mean there's just a lot of creativity that is being uh, driven from the emotional type of environment that we're really in. And there's a lot of people that are going to fall uh, susceptible to these types of scams. So you just have to be really cautious, be really careful. And if it's somebody like the Social Security Administration calling, then then uh, ideally hang up, go to the socialsecurity.gov website, get a legit number, call them back just to make sure that it is actually coming from the administration. And it's really sad because we do know that there are people that are trying to help those that are not able to leave their homes right now by gro shopping for them or getting groceries. And I just heard a podcast on some college students who are banding together to, to shop for, for seniors or those who are shut in. But boy, if I'm a shut-in right now, how do I wade through when it's a college student that's trying to do good or when it's a scammer? With with the shopping thing, I would say go through organizations and people you already know and you already trust. There's a lot of charitable organizations out there offering this type of service. Your neighbors are offering this type of service. Churches are offering this type of service. So I'd say uh, be be trusting to those that you already trust and then be really careful of those that are just coming out of the woodwork, whether it's emails, it's people knocking on the door, it's phone calls, whatever it is. Go to those organizations that you know you have a relationship with and receive help from trusted sources. Julie, you gave some good advice about what to look for. Let's just get a little bit more specific before we talk a little bit about some of the good that's coming out of this. Phishing emails. Boy, oh boy, do they look legit. I just got a PayPal one the other day. It said something about my PayPal account. And I thought, I haven't used my PayPal forever. But it looked very legitimate, like it came right from PayPal. And that's exactly how they want to get you into this because it looks so legitimate. A lot of these have the logos on the email. They look perfect and they have a link attached to it. Click here. That way we can get you your money sooner rather than later. Fill out this easy form and it looks legitimate. And that's why people are clicking on it. So I always encourage people to really look at what the URL is on that email and then hover over the link. So if there's a attachment or a link that you can click on, make sure you hover over it to make sure it is actually legitimate. The number of coronavirus websites has increased by 50% and most of them are malicious. So be very, very careful when you are clicking on anything having to do coronavirus related, because that's again how they're getting you to, to draw into this because of the motion. 
And the best website, at least from what I've read and heard, but everybody obviously weigh in, is irs.gov, at least to get your payments. So again, if you fall into a couple of those categories where you won't receive the direct deposit because you didn't use your banking information when you filed taxes in 2018 or 2019, the best website I'm hearing and probably the most legitimate is irs.gov. Would you agree, Julie? Yes. And the Federal Trade Commission, um, AARP, there's numerous websites out there that you can look at that are talking about these scams. Even just Googling it, you'll get pages and pages of hits of what's happening. But to give your information, if you're concerned about getting your payment, irs.gov is probably the best place to start. If you're going to give anybody your information, if you're going to give someone your information, that's probably the only place you really want to be at right now. Correct. And always go directly to the source. I tell people, don't rely on an email. Don't rely on a phone call or a text message. Call that source directly so you make sure you're really reaching the correct person. People preying on people at a time like this is absolutely terrible. It, It makes me sad. It makes me mad. But I know that hopefully the education that we're giving that others are talking about can empower people to not fall prey. And if you do fall prey, it's okay. You're not alone. Report it to the FTC, let them know, and maybe it'll help the next person. Speaking of helping people though, some people really want to do something about all of this. They're feeling like they want to help. And unless you're a healthcare worker, a first responder, a first responder or an essential worker, it's kind of hard for you to really do something tangible. But charitable giving, Lauren, seems to be on the mind of a lot of people that you're talking about. Are you finding it's in light of the stimulus payments that are coming? They, they maybe don't need that money to live on right now, so they want to give it away. Or they're just feeling more charitable because they just really want to do something during this time. Well, I think it's a little bit of both. I mean, really, right now, there's a real need for charitable contributions. Uh, the funding, these, these institutions are not funded appropriately for this type of disaster. I mean, really, this is an unprecedented, unprecedented disaster, certainly for my lifetime. I would say probably all of our lifetimes. We've never seen anything like this before. So it's, it's nice to see that everybody's kind of coming together, banding together, and willing to donate in a way that can really help us get through this crisis. And it, it's also nice to have an ancillary benefit like the, dedu- the, the deduction. So what, what, what you can do is you can uh, contribute $300 to a charity and it's an above the line deduction. So typically it's, it's below the line, which means you're going to receive less of a tax deduction. So now you're going to receive a deduction from the $300 that's a lot more meaningful from you to you from a tax standpoint, and then the charity, charity is going to get the money as well. After the 2018 tax law change, there's a lot of people who could, who could contribute to a charity, but they couldn't receive any tax benefits from it because they were not itemizing. They were, 90% of people filed the standard deduction. So they're still contributing. They're still giving to their church and their local charities. They're just not receiving a tax benefit for it. This change allows them to still file this standard deduction, but receive some tax benefit for that contribution up to $300 as well. Yeah, and this change Lawrence is talking about was included in the recently passed legislation that's kind of being called the Coronavirus Relief Package. But we have to go back to the scumbags again, unfortunately. I like the uplifting news. Thank you, Lauren. You're welcome. Julie, unfortunately, you are on the scumbag beat because already scammers are taking advantage of this. They are. And there's so many heartwarming stories out there. So it's really sad when I have to start discussing what's going on when it comes to charities. You will start receiving phone calls, is the big scam now going on, asking you to give to charities. A lot of them are made up name charities. So make sure that you are only donating to charities that are legitimate. Um, You will also find that they'll use names. Let's say 
united way and then they'll throw something in at the end to make it be confusing for individuals. Um, make sure that these people are truly registered within the state. If you are a charitable organization, you have to be registered in a state. Make sure that you're checking that out. The other thing is if they pressure you to give money right away, that is a scam. That's a red flag. Charities will take your money at any time and they will not pressure you to get the money right away. Also, if they ask you to wire funds, give gift cards or cash, stay away from that. Again, that's a red flag that you want to make sure that you don't have anything to do with. Unfortunately, these are coming up more and more. And as we see the coronavirus crisis continue, it's going to be something that continues to grow as well. So make sure you do your research up front. Really make sure that you... Go to those websites of those charities. Also, I encourage people to give locally. There's a lot of things going on locally. Go to your food banks. Give to your churches or any other organizations so you know that money is getting into the right pockets. Can you give us an example of some of the, the speech or the way people are, are kind of uh, doing this? What are they saying? It comes back to the scare tactics. You know what's going on in the country. Don't you want to help individuals? We know you do. Here's how you can give and make a difference. Give money today. We need it right away. People can't pay their bills. So if you give money today, it's going to make an impact. And of course, that pulls on your heartstrings. So I'm telling people, we talk about social distancing. We also need to learn to emotionally distance ourselves when it comes to scammers. Julia, that's some really valuable information. Thank you so much. So lots of valuable information when it comes to what's going on in the economy, the volatility of the stock market. We didn't even talk about that today, but we have talked about it and other podcasts will continue to talk to it about it. So check out some of our other podcasts for Lauren's take on maybe some of the opportunities right now uh, with this stock market volatility. If you would like to talk to Lauren directly, we've set up something pretty cool on our website. It's Merkel plan.com. That's M-E-R-K-L-E plan.com. Right on the top of the website, it's going to say schedule a 15 minute retirement checkup call with Lauren. So you don't have to be one of the families that Merkel Retirement Planning works with. You just have to be someone concerned. And, and we know there's a lot of people out there. Uh, we primarily talk to pre-retirees and retirees. So if you're looking at your retirement plan right now and just not sure how it's going to weather all of this, Give Lauren a call. You'll schedule right on there. You'll schedule a time to talk to Lauren about uh, all of the things that are happening right now with your retirement plan and the coronavirus. So we'll continue to talk about it. Of course, on this podcast, like I mentioned, we've got a YouTube channel too. It's Merkel Retirement Planning. If you want to check out some more resources, this has been Retiring Today, the podcast guiding you to and through retirement. And we thank you for listening. Merkle Retirement Planning is an independent financial services firm helping individuals create retirement strategies using a variety of investments and insurance products to custom suit their goals and objectives. Any information discussed in these shows is for educational purposes only and should not be construed as investment, tax, or legal advice. Investment advisory services are offered through Elite Retirement Planning, LLC. Insurance services are offered through MRP Insurance, LLC. Hello, you're done. Just you're rambling on, making no sense. Just make sure food keeps coming to the house. Yeah, <laughs> that was awesome. Make sure food just. Keeps, I was wanting you to throw in toilet paper because that would have been really funny.